What is up, everybody? We are back with another Super Rare Talk Show episode. We're going to make this one nice and quick, get straight to the point. I mean, last week, there's not that much to talk about. I got almost every single fight wrong, except the very first one. When the Henry fight started, I was kind of looking good for your boy. I was like, damn, all right, Henry's looking good. He rocked him a bit. And then it all kind of just went downhill from there. Uh, obviously, um, Gary beat uh, uh, Jeff Neal, and it was a close fight. But, you know, I can be like, oh, no. But I think I think Ian did win that one, I guess. I mean, it was, a, it was kind of a boring fight. Kind of sucked, but whatever. He won. And then, obviously, the Whitaker-Costa fight. It was really fun, and it was a close fight, but Whitaker did win that fight. And then, obviously, Elias Warrior knocked out Volkanasi, so you can't say he didn't win that one. There's no judges needed for that one or anything. Let me take a drink of water. Hurry, you guys can hear this. <sighs> but, yeah. Fun fight card, though, right? Like, it wasn't bad. 299 is about to be stacked. 300 stacked. They announced the, the headliner for it. Uh, Alex Pieta versus Jamal Hill. I, everybody's comp not everybody's complaining, but a lot of people are complaining about it. But it's like, y'all, like that's a fun fight, bro, and that's the fight that everybody else, that everybody's been wanting, right? It was a fun fight. Um, he's defending the belt, so it makes sense. Jamal was the last champion, it makes sense, and it's a fun fight. I think what it is is that everybody's just a little underwhelmed because they announced all the fights too early. I honestly feel like Dana probably should have. And not just Dana, right? It's the whole team. But, like, they, I feel like you should have just gave us the card all at once. Like, you should have just announced the whole card at that event. Because then any, everybody would have just been like, oh, cr this is stacked. But I think because we announced everything and then we waited for the main event for two weeks, a lot of people, you know, were expecting some. I don't know. I don't know what people were expecting. Let's just be. Uh, uh, like you guys know the fighters we got, so like, what were you what were you expecting? Like freaking Brock Lesnar versus John Cena? Like I don't understand. Like everybody was everybody's so mad about this fight, but it's like, what were you expecting? I didn't want Connor to headline it. I, I just don't. Who cares? He hasn't won a fight in like six years. Why would you want to see him headline it? You are you can see the guy's lifestyle. He's obviously not fully committed to fighting, so it's like. I understand everybody's love for Connor, and I, you know, I appreciate what he did for the sport. But he's just who who cares? But if y'all really mess with the sport like that, then you want to see the sport. And he's just I just don't feel like he's in it no more. Like he fights, like he probably trains still, but who knows like how much he's even training right now? To be honest, like okay, he'll go put out the sparring video, but that's what if that was the first time he's trained in two weeks? You know what I'm saying? And he does that every two weeks, like you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know what people were expecting from it. 300 is stacked as hell. I don't care what people say. You look at the card up and down, it is stacked. All the fights, almost all the fights make sense as well. The only fight that makes no sense, and I honestly am not excited to see, and he is my, two of them are not just weight class, but just top favorite fighters, top in the top five, um, is Holloway and Gaethje. That fight to me doesn't make sense. Cool, it's, gonna, it'll, it's a cool fight. Um, but that's the only fight that doesn't make sense that I really don't care to see because 
number one, they're two of my favorite fighters. So I don't want to see them fight each other. Um, but it just doesn't make sense. So it's like for either one of them to lose, there's like no point. If you're going to lose, there's no point to lose that in that fight. You know what I'm saying? And who knows which whatever one loses probably doesn't matter. I think it's worse for Gaethje to lose because then it's looked at as like, oh, a featherweight came up and beat you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it just doesn't make sense. But um, I did get the Mackenzie Dern fight right, though, if you watched the full episode. I did call that one. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, that's just how it goes. But UFC Mexico is here. This is a fun fight card. I mean, if you know Mexican fighters, man, they get down, dude. And this whole card is stacked. A lot of Mexicans uh, and, like, just Hispanics in general, like, Brazilians, you know what I'm saying? And that it's funny because, like, obviously if you're Mexican, you're the red corner. Like, the whole, every, except the first fight, but every red corner is Mexican. That's cool. But, yeah, let's get into it. It's a fun card. Uh, first fight of the night, you got Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan. Both really good fighters. Both coming off of two wins, I believe, in the UFC. Um... Chris Duncan's good. He's a tough dude. I if I like I remember correctly, he was in he was on the contender series and like almost got finished. And then he like came back and he finished the guy. And he's one he's had a couple decisions. Manuel Torres coming off of the the um the contender series as well. Finished there and he has two finishes in the UFC. Manuel Torres is really good, man. He's a big dude. Um for lightweight, you know, and just, yeah, I don't know. There's not much more to say. And Chris Duncan's tough. We've seen him rocked. Manuel is a finisher, dude, and he's just really skilled. These are these young, new guys that are coming up in MMA that have been only training MMA, doing all that stuff, man. So I got Manuel Torres, and I think he's going to get – I think we're going to see a lot of finishes on this card. I'm not even exaggerating to you. Um, but, yeah, I got Manuel Torres finishing Chris Duncan. I think it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a a, a a good showing for Manuel Torres. He's opening up the main card. His last fight, the guy he knocked out was is really good too, man. And you don't ever really see that guy knocked out, and he knocked him out. So uh, I'm excited for that fight. We got Yasmin Yoadagi. I don't know. Sam Hughes. Um, both both girls really good. Okay, Yasmin's coming off of a loss, and it was like a. A very quick knockout, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think it was like very, very quick. Um, she just got caught, but this she's really good. And I remember, I remember she was really hyped up. She was coming in, she was ten and zero, um, and she just got caught. But I think, you know, she took some time off. I think she's gonna come in. Sam Hughes is good. She's coming off a win too. But Yasmin, I think, is is a little bit more skilled in just almost every area. And I think we're gonna see her get a decision win on here. Um, yeah, this one's a fun fight. We got Raul Rojas Jr. versus Ricky Torcios. Ricky won the ultimate, or yeah, I believe he won the ultimate fighter a couple seasons ago. Really good fighter. Uh, and then you obviously got Raul Rojas Jr. Uh, he was the youngest UFC signee, right? I think they signed him when he was like 18 or 17 still or something like that. He fought, or he fought on the Contender Series at 17 or something, but he's the youngest signee ever. He's still young. He's only 19 years old, um, and he's good, man. Like, you could tell, obviously, I mean, we know he's been training MMA his whole life. Um, 
this is what he wanted to do was being an MMA fighter. So like I said, these are the types of kids that are going to start coming, you know, in these next, say, 10 years. bro. we're going to have some crazy talented people because it's just, you know, everybody's starting MMA now at the young age. They're not starting in one thing and then going into MMA. So, yeah, you got Raul Ross Jr. versus Ricky. Um, both Ricky's stand-up isn't bad. Um, I think Raul Ross has his striking isn't as clean as Ricky. Um, this one's actually a hard fight to pick because like R Ricky's good. He's very well-rounded and he's tough. He doesn't, he doesn't get finished really. Um, Raul Rosas, we've seen him, we've seen him lose that fight because he gassed out, but he came back and he won. Um, yeah, this was, this was probably the hardest fight I've been having. Uh, are the the fight that I've been having the hardest time picking because, man, this could really go either way. Um, I'm just I'm gonna go with the young gun, man. I'm gonna go with Ra Raul Rosas. I think after that fight that he lost, he had a little bit of a reality check. He was training with the champ at the time, uh, Aljamain. He's training with Marab and stuff. I think he's being a little smarter, and methodical with his training, and he's getting older. You know, I mean, I know he's only a year older, but a year's a long time and. In this fight game, you know, you don't have that many years in it. So he he's he's starting to mature a little bit. So yeah. We got Daniel Daniel Zelhuber versus Francisco Prado. Both of these guys are really good, man. This fight right here is is really, really good. Um yeah, this guy knocked out uh Azatar. That one was crazy. Um he beat Malarkey, he's also a really good fighter. Daniel Zelber Zelhuber beat Iago submission decision decision and he's beat really good people Lando Venata you know Christos Iagos um yeah this fight I think could be your possibly fight of the night um both of these guys are really really good Daniel Zellhuber he's tall he's lanky he has like a cool he has like a, a really tall stance if that makes sense to you guys um this fight card's hard because it's in Mexico, man. You don't. I feel like I feel like the Mexican fighters in Mexico. I'm like, man, I don't know if they can lose, bro. Like, it's about to be crazy, man. Um, I think Daniel's gonna. I think Daniel's gonna take this. I think he's gonna use his length, use his reach. He has like an eight inch reach advantage on him, um, and he's really good. He fights tall and he fights long. He uses his reach really good. So I think that he's going to take this fight, and it's going to be a, a fun one. I think this fight's going to be a fun fight, and it's going to go decision. Um, Co-main event. Co-main event and main event are rematches, if you did not know. So, um, yeah. Anyways, we got Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega. Both of the last fights were losses, okay? Brian Ortega's last fight was a loss against Yair. And if you guys don't remember, it was when, uh, what's it called? Yair had him in a triangle, I believe, and like popped out his shoulder or something like that. And yeah, um, Yair's last loss was uh, against uh, Volkanovsky. Um, I was actually, the, no, I wasn't, I was there for that one. That was International Fight Week. I was there for that one live. Cool fight. Cool event to be at. Uh, Here's my thing. Brian Ortega's been out for a very long time. Um, he's good. Don't get me wrong. But I even feel in the first fight, Yair was winning. Like, his striking... Yair striking 
his elusiveness and just like his creativity and he's so long and he's so fast you know i thought he was gonna give volk some trouble but he just you know volk was volk at the time so you know i just i feel like yeah rodriguez i don't know i i don't know what you guys feel i think he was winning that first fight and i think he's gonna win this fight as well too um Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know why I'm feeling this, but I feel like it's going to be a body shot TKO. Yair's kicks are so good, man. And it's just, I think he was winning that first fight. Brian Ortega's grappling, obviously, is next level. But his grappling is more in the sense of, I feel like, if he can hold you and pull you into guard or something like that. And just, Yair's been so active. He's fighting good people. He's fought Volk. He's fought, you know, he's fighting all these people. So has Ortega, but it's all more recent. And he's winning, or he's been more active. He's been more active in the game. He's at home in Mexico. His striking is just insane, man. And I think his his takedown defenses, ever since that Frankie Edgar fight, he really worked on it. I see Yair Rodriguez finishing this fight. I don't want to say around specifically. But I think he's gonna get a TKO in this fight. I don't think any. I don't think he's gonna knock out Ortega. But I could see like a body shot or overwhelming with some strikes, or he gets rocked with like a kick or something like that. But yeah, I think Yair takes this fight, man. And then we got the main event. We got Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Royval. I like Brandon Royval. I do. Um, and I, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Moreno. I saw him fight live when Yair fought Volk. And uh, he fought Pantoja and lost, right? It was a split decision. My thing with Brandon Roy Val is I just don't think... I don't think he has, like, the strength, if that makes sense. Like, he's not as strong as these guys. And when it, gets to the, when it starts getting to this top level, like, stuff like that, when you have, like, that little edge over in something, I feel like it does play a big factor in stuff, in certain things, right? Because I feel like they're both evenly skilled, but, like... If they're going, if they're say their skill is completely even, but Brandon Moreno's way stronger than him, or Pantoja is just way stronger than him, they're gonna be able to win every other position because they're just gonna have a little bit more oomph in it, right? And I feel like we saw that with Pantoja, he was able to take down Royval and, and control him. Honestly, I feel like it's gonna be the same thing with Moreno. I feel like Moreno is just gonna be a little bit more aggressive, and I think he's just gonna be a little too powerful for Royval. Because it's like you have to knock out Moreno or submit him. And no one's knocking out Moreno right now, I don't think. I don't know. You guys can tell me if I'm crazy or not, but no one's not. Figgy couldn't knock out Moreno. They're not knocking out Moreno, okay? And submission maybe, but his his ground game is, is really good. So, honestly, Moreno's Im- improved a lot, man. Even the last title fight was so close. It's just... I, I got Brandon Moreno in this fight. I like Brandon Roy Val, but it's just, I think it's a little, the guys at the top, there's certain, there's always certain fighters that I see and I'm like, man, if you were just stronger, and I don't know if it's because, you know, I was a strength athlete for a long time and like, I wanted to work with MF, MMA fighters because that's always been a big thing for me when I see these things. It's like, obviously conditioning's big, right? So I can't just like be like, oh, you're going to do this power lifting thing. You can't because it will affect certain areas, but Getting stronger only helps if you do it right. It literally only helps. If you're a stronger human being and all the other skills are matched, you're going to have an advantage because you're going to be able to overpower in those positions. And I just honestly, I don't know, that might sound like 
botty or casually, but I mean, that's, it's the truth. The stronger human being, especially if the skills are matched, the stronger human being most times, as long as they're smart and they can make smarter decisions, they're probably going to win in that area, whatever it is, right? So I got Brandon Moreno. Um, I think it's going to be a decision. I think Moreno's tough enough. Um, I don't think if it, if there is a finish, I think Moreno gets a submission. I don't know if he knocks out Roy Val, but yeah. But man, it's a fun fight card, dude. I'm excited for this. Um, just real quick, we'll go over my fight picks again. I got Manuel Torres over Chris Duncan. I feel like we're going to see a nice, uh, display of striking and we're going to see a finish. I got Yasmin over Sam. Yeah, I got Yasmin over Sam Hughes. I think it's going to be a decision. I think it's going to be a really fun fight. I think Yasmin's coming back for a vengeance after that quick knockout she had. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a fun fight. I got Yasmin. Raul's, Raul Rojas Jr. versus Ricky. I got Raul. I'm going with the young gun. I think he, ever since his loss and his conditioning issue, all that stuff, he's worked with the champ at the time. He's done all this stuff. I think he's improving, and he's only improving. I think we're going to see him come out and get a, a decision win. Daniel Zellhuber versus Francisco Prado. I think we're going to see Daniel Daniel use his length, use his, his striking, his jab, his teeth kick that he uses a lot. I think he's going to kind of pick apart Francisco, and he's going to get a decision win over Francisco. And then I got Yair Rodriguez winning this fight over Brian Ortega. Both guys extremely tough, extremely hard fight to pick. It could go either way. I have a feeling that Yair is going to use his kicks to his advantage. I don't know why, but I'm seeing a body shot finish. I think those kicks, those kicks are insane, man. They're so fast. But I got Yair Rodriguez in that one. I can't give an exact round. It's five rounds, so, you know. And last but not least, I got I got Brandon Moreno over Brandon Royval. I think he's... Just a little more skilled in everything. He's a little bit stronger. He's a little faster. I think Brandon Moreno is going to come out. Roy Val's tough. I don't think he gets knocked out. If there's a finish, it's Moreno submitting him. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a fun fight, and it's going to be a decision for Brandon Moreno. That's your fight card for UFC Mexico. Please comment, like, subscribe. Tell me who you think is going to win and if you think I'm crazy. We out.